You are listening to the MZBC Students Greenhouse Podcast. For more information about Mount Zion Baptist Church, go to mzbc.net slash students or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mzbcstudents. Hello, hello, hello. Rookie mistake. Forgot to turn my mic on. How are y'all doing tonight? You tired? You stressed out? Finals are coming up. I feel your pain. We're in this together. Um... So anyways, how was I hope Thanksgiving went well for you. Um, I know it went well for me. I uh, got to have two. Uh, had one uh, with my mom's side of the family uh, up in Tennessee. And then on my dad's side of the family, we actually did it on the day of the Iron Bowl. Um, it, was a, it was a rough Thanksgiving. Uh, but anyways, uh, glad to have you all here tonight. We are one week before Crystal Greenhouse. So I dubbed this... Christmas Eve greenhouse. How about that? It's, not, it's the week before, but whatever. Woohoo! All right. So anyways, thankfully, we get a break from all the tests and stress and tiredness of everything going on. Um, so welcome to greenhouse. Uh, I'd like to introduce myself. If you don't know me, my name is Tristan. Um, I am an intern here at Mount Zion. Uh, I help out with, I just do student ministry. I don't I'm not an intern for the whole church, just student ministry. And um, I uh, felt the call to ministry a couple of summers ago, and since then I've had a few opportunities uh, to come speak um, in front of you all. So here I am now, go number four. So um, anyways, uh, our scripture tonight is actually going to be out of 1 Timothy um, 1, 15 through 17. If you, if you want to turn to that, you're welcome to. Um, and if you don't have a Bible and want one, you can get one off the window seals, or I know most of y'all have the app, and you're just going to pull it up on your app. So do that. Don't be on Snapchat. Um, and so I will, in just a second, start reading. Everybody there? Kind of? No? We're going to read. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason. That in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the king of, of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever. Amen. Lord, I pray that you would just uh, speak to us tonight. Lord, I pray that my words are not um, the words that everybody hears, uh, but what you would have each individual here uh, learn about you. Um, pray that you would just reveal something new to all of us uh, tonight and help us to be in, in awe of who you are and um, the sacrifice you made for us, Lord. Um, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So, let's get a little bit of info on this. Uh, So, the person who was actually uh, writing this, um, his name was Paul. Um, Now, if you've been around here at Mount Zion for for quite some time, you probably know who Paul is. Um, Paul was originally a uh, a Jew. He was was a Jew, and he was very much, um, he was very high in the, uh, he was very high in the Jewish, like, hierarchy of uh, priests and whatnot. So he was actually going to be in a very, he was, he was to be in a high position in the church of Tarsus. 
Um, Jews did not believe uh, that Christ was the Messiah. They believed that, that there was going to be a Messiah that would come. Um, so what happened is Paul was, very, uh, was a very extremist, and an extremist Jew, I guess you could say, and he actually persecuted and, killed, and even killed Christians um, for their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, and at the time, his name was actually Saul, um, what ha- Saul, S-A-U-L. What happened was uh, on the road to Damascus, God actually uh, came to him in the form of a uh, really bright light and spoke to him and basically said, why are you persecuting me? And, you know, Paul's over there, like, peeing his pants, trying to figure out what's happening. Um, and uh, eventually changed his name when he, you know, was converted to a Christian and started uh, becoming, you know, the, one, of the, one of the biggest... Uh, biggest people in Christ church. Um, so uh, he, he, I don't know if y'all caught this in there, but he actually talks about how he is the worst of sinners. I mean, he did kill Christians and everything. So um, I think it's just insane that God revealed himself to somebody who was so against him and how much of a big change he made. And I mean, any of us could uh, do the same thing depending on where we are in our lives. We're all sin- we all were sinners at one, or we all are sinners and uh, we may or may not have already accepted Christ, and if you haven't, that's an option. But um, Paul, So Paul is actually writing this letter, the whole chapter, you know, the whole book, not just this segment. Um, but this is written to Timothy uh, to encourage him to keep fighting for God's kingdom and uh, to hold, hold on to faith. So it's great for us to look into this and uh, hear from it as well. So... Um, so we're going to start out, verse, verse 15, um, the, kind of the first part is, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. So let me put you in a scenario. Um, have you, okay, so like guys, you're probably at home. I don't know if y'all are rocking the Xbox, PS4, or PC, but you got your headphones in, you're on Fortnite, or right now I think Apex is the, is the big deal right now. What is it? All those. So you're doing one of those things, and you're like, you're on, you're on the, you're on the call and everything. You're, you're talk, Xbox Live parties, if that's even what it's called anymore. This, that, and the other. Like you're just, you're, you're in the zone. And uh, like girls, I know my sisters, they'll just be in their room and they just love doing like makeup tutorials and whatnot. At least when we were growing up, they do all kinds of stuff. And they would have the, the fr- freaking stereo in their room so loud you couldn't hear anything else in the house. Well, have you ever been in one of those situations where you're jamming out or you got your headphones on, you're doing your video games, whatever, and you hear the scariest thing ever, which is your first, middle, and last name in that tone of, am I going to get grounded for two? No, I'm going to get grounded for three months for that one, whatever it is. And, you know, you run urgently into your, uh, wherever your parents are calling you from because you can hear them over your turtle beats blasting in your ears with the, with the well, the, um, the squeakers screaming in your ears at the same time. You can hear your mom's voice over it. Anyways, so you're in the other room. <sighs> so difficult. Sometimes you don't hear, and that's even worse, because then they come in your room. Welcome, welcome. Um, so anyways, so Paul kind of at the beginning, you know, once again, he's saying, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Uh, Paul's pretty much saying, yo, listen up. 
Um, not necessarily in the sense of like you're in trouble or whatever, but uh, we should have the same urgency when we hear Paul saying this um, in Scripture as we do when we're run to uh, respond to our parents when we know we're in trouble or whatever. We should have an urgency um, to want to know what's, what's going on and uh, a responsibility to know that. So, um, as we go, so as we go through this, uh, I'd encourage you, uh, maybe, you know, for me, like, I can get pretty easily distracted and everything. Sometimes I just, like, give into it. I'm like, ah, I've listened to teachers all day, so why do I got to listen to this dude with a man bun? Um, now I'll just, you know, I'll just stay on my phone. Um, so let's maybe not do that tonight. Um, and maybe uh, we can, you might even uh, feel called to start, a, start doing a devotional every day. Um, and be in scripture and really kind of, uh, I mean, because he says the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. And that's talking about the verses here, but that's the whole Bible. Um, and that's God's word. So I would encourage you uh, to dig into that um, since we are, since it's so readily available to us. Um, so anyways, so verse 15, uh, kind of the second part, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am the foremost. So, uh, has anyone in here ever gotten a 100 in a class? Like a 100 in a class. I knew there was going to be a lot of you that raised your hand, but not that many. Oh, my gosh. Now, whoa, whoa, wait. Bonus points don't count. Like, if you had a chance for bonus points in that class, wow. Okay. Yep, we're in Huntsville. Lots of engineers. Um, anyways, y'all aren't going to be engineers, but you're all smart. Well... Kind of, kind of what's going on here is, um, um, kind of what's going on here is Paul is, uh, oh, Paul is saying, like, you know, in the class of, um, he's a sinner and he is the foremost sinner, class, uh, he's saying, like, okay, well, life, you have to be perfect, so you need to get a hundred in life, maybe. And uh, Paul's like, yeah, I'm, I'm the foremost sinner, so I've got like a six in the class. Um, and you might very likely have not gone and persecuted and killed Christians um, like Paul did and um, many other things. Uh, so you might have like a 40 out of 100 in that class. But either way, any sin knocks you out of that 100 uh, category. God was, uh, Jesus was the only one who could uh, kind of make 100 in the be a perfect person, you know? Um, so as we're going through this, you know, once again, the verse says that Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners of who I am the foremost. First of all, I came in the world to save sinners. And Paul is referring to himself as being the foremost. He recognizes how great his sin is and how much he needs Jesus, but we need Jesus just as much. Um, so Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, so... Just, once again, just, just because Paul says that he is the foremost sinner does not mean that it elevates you up uh, anymore. It, you're still a sinner. Um, so Jesus didn't just think one day, you know, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll, I'll be born in a, in a barn. And then, uh, and then I'll live for 33 years on the earth. And then I'll die in the most gruesome way possible. Um, most painful, gruesome way possible. And then, you know, I'll resurrect and three days later. Um, Jesus didn't do that just for funsies. Uh, 
That's, I don't know why I just said funsies. I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah, that happened. Anyways, um, no, Jesus decided to make this sacrifice um, so that you could have an eternal relationship with him. Um, and he still died for you, even in your sin. Um, I think it's just insane uh, that, that Christ would do that for us um, in general. So uh, Christians in the room, like, you've already accepted this is true. Um, you recognize Christ died for you, um, and he raised on the third day. And, you know, all the, all the stuff, you know the gist. Um, but what we have to do is, that's the thing, like, we know the gist of it. Like, we have to make sure that we're cautious to allow that to become a normalized thing in our life. I think us in our culture, it's very easy for us to uh, be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. You know, Christ died for me. That's great. Woohoo! Roll Tide, keep, keep going through life. Um, but really, it's something that should be each day impacting our lives more and more. It's not just about um, you get saved and yay, now I'll just continue leaving, living my life how it was. Um, so, I mean, all of us have to keep a, keep a really good um, eye out on that, have accountability partners and everything um, to make sure our focus really is uh, steered towards God. So... Um, Lost my place. Rookie mistake. There we go. Um, so anyways, we're kind of going to the holiday season. It's Christmas and whatnot. So as we're going to this time, it is a really good time to really buckle down and really try to uh, keep our focus on God. Maybe maybe start doing a devotional or something. Um, get in God's Word every day. Start a discipleship group. Do whatever as referred to before. Um, but we need to have a, we need to strive to have have that same level of focus. Um, throughout our throughout our whole lives. Um, so moving on, verse 16. But I received a mercy for this reason, that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. That's a lot of words that are really hard to understand. Um, so, so basically, Paul's saying that God is using him um, to bring glory uh, to himself, you know, bring glory to God, bring, um, bring people to his kingdom. And I mean, if you think about it today, the amount of influence God allowed Paul to have in the church at that time, so many of us, generations of disciples, maybe even um, we were direct, direct line of, uh, of disciples Paul made. Um, I think that's an incredible thing to think about, an incredible testament of who God is and um, what he's what he's done and what he's doing. Uh, so I think it's neat. Paul's not the only person uh, God used uh, to bring glory to him, um, not especially not not the only one who he's talked about in the Bible. Um, I think it was this past Easter, uh, like the week before I had to uh, or I was asked to be the blind man in our Easter musical. And so I went up and I got to give the testimony of the blind man. It wasn't, it was, you know, based from scripture, but it was really just kind of a, uh, not improv, but like a scripted thing. And so um, 
when I, when I came across this verse and uh, thinking about how much of an impact um, Saul, Saul's, you know, whole uh, sinful life led up to him becoming um, this insanely um, important uh, part of Christianity and not, not, not necessarily needed, um, but God allowed him to be such an important building block of even, you know, scripture. Um, I just think it's so cool to look uh, the blind man's story. Um, as he passed by, this is uh, John 9, 1 through 7. Don't worry about flipping to it. I'm going to read it real quick. Um, as he passed by, he saw a man from, blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, um, this man or his parents, uh, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, it was not th- that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. I think it's incredible um, that God can take any of our, any situation, um, Paul's situation of him literally being a terrorist towards Christians, um, and even uh, a man who was born blind, uh, so that, you know, going on through these verses that Jesus ends up healing him, and God can be glorified through that. I think it's an amazing testament to what God uh, can do in our lives, and what, um, in, a lot of, in a lot of our cases, he has done in our lives. Um, so God can, God can use your, your circumstances uh, to glorify himself and um, as an example of his perfect patience. Um, so one of my favorite verses is actually Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Um, it might be different depending on what ver- version of the Bible you use. But um, we can look at this verse in a very selfish way and we can go, Oh, well, you know, I'm going to trust God and trust that he's going to work everything out for me. And that kind of, you know, that's a little bit of a selfish way of looking at it. But what we really need to do is we really need to look at that and we need to say, okay, I can trust that God is going to use my life um, to help glorify him, use me in the advancement of his kingdom. Um, And I think that's just uh, so important. God wants us to have a kingdom-focused mindset. Um, a kingdom-focused, God-glorifying, God-glorifying mindset, not just self-focused mindset. Um, so going into this, you know, the season of Christmas and everything, I hope that y'all might uh, really try to, you know, we always try to remember, like, oh, well, you know, Christ gave us the gift of eternal life. Um, he died for us, you know, just fantastic and everything. That's kind of what the basis of Christmas, Christmas is. That's why Christmas is even a thing. You know, Santa was just added later and you know, we give each other gifts and everything, and a lot of it, you know, as a kid becomes a lot about receiving gifts, um, which is, you know, very easy for that to happen because of the way our culture is. But um, as we're going into this, it is important. Uh, I would hope that everybody here would make a really conscious effort to remember what Christ did for us and the gift that um, he gave us. And not just on Christmas morning for the 10 minutes where you might read through the Christmas story, but really remember that um, throughout your whole life and, and especially just over, um, even just at least through the season, um, dwell on it quite often. So, verse 17, um, to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever. Amen. Um, I'm going to read that again. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, 
the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This is pretty much as Paul saying. Um, God's awesome, and uh, everything I do is for him. And I think, I think we can really, uh, our whole lives can change when we have that same focus. Um, so, kind of wrapping up. Kind of the kind of the main the main points. Uh, I, I would hope y'all might try to apply to your life from this. Uh, for me, this is what I'm going to be doing. Um, let's be more focused and have an urgency um, to be focused on the truth of Scripture. Um, let's not let the devil uh, push us away from um, focusing on Him. We have so many distractions in this world. I mean, I've got my phone in in here somewhere. This thing keeps me from doing a lot of things, keeps me from doing schoolwork, keeps me from doing my devotionals, keeps me from doing a bunch of stuff. And it's definitely, um, it's definitely is, it can be an pr- issue um, when the amount of time I spend with God. It's, a, it's crazy what the devil can do just to trick your mind to literally focus on anything else except uh, him. So uh, Christians in the room should be very cautious about normalizing uh, you know, the, the price uh, Jesus paid for us. Uh, we should always remember um, the sacrifice he made for us, not just during the holiday season um, or while we're at church each week. Um, so three, God, God wants us to have a kingdom-focused, God-glorifying mindset, not a self-focused mindset. And when, you, when you're in the scripture, when you're, you know, trying to, trying to pray often, um, seek out uh, opportunities to pray for other people, um, asking people, what, what can I pray for you for? That's going to that's gonna help you, um, that's going to help you really get a better grasp of, um, of eternal, of inter- eternal significance, not just the temporary significance of the things of this world. Um, so, uh, and really, uh, from these, from, if, if you're doing these things, uh, people are going to recognize the difference between you and the world around you. Um, and, that's uh, that's basically going to be what is really um, extremely glorifying to God is when other people um, see your love for Him and uh, really the outflow of His love for you into others. Um, so basically, my sermon in a sentence is: uh, remember what Christ did for you, and live focused on that. Um, and for people in the room that aren't Christians. Uh, I, uh, I, re- I really, I think it's cool that you're here. I'm really happy you're here. Um, I don't know if you just came with a friend. For me, there was this cute girl I liked. I'm not going to say who it was, but I was like, hey, I'll go to Greenhouse. Um, and anyways, you know, I, I found myself here. Uh, but I think it's really cool if you're, if you're here and you're trying to figure out um, what I believe it's every human's responsibility to figure out why. Why do I exist? Like, I don't know how we normalize this, but sometimes I just like freak out about existing. Like, this is insane. Um, but like, if you're if you're not a Christian, and everything, I think it's so uh, vitally important for you to really uh, get a grasp on uh, why you're here. And I believe that that God will uh, reveal Himself to you through that. Um, and. There's there's plenty of uh, plenty of people in this room. Uh, if you came with a friend uh, who you know is a Christian, I know they'd love to talk to you. There's a bunch of adult leaders in this room. Myself, 
Um, you know, JJ's here. Um, all, there's so many people who want to talk to you about um, and answer any questions that you might have about what Christianity is or anything. So um, if, you, uh, if you would just uh, bow your head and close your eyes, I will pray and we'll uh, sing another song. By the way, um, vibe check. We got to, like, blow the roof off this place. Like, Jesus is, like, the best. I don't, I know we're, like, stressed out and tired and whatnot, but it, it's time to, it's time to get pumped for Jesus. Lord, thank you uh, just for all that you've done for us. Thank you so much for the sacrifice you made on that cross for us. Um, thank you for the life you lived as an example uh, for us to follow. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that as we go into this Christmas season that we just keep our focus on you. Um, thank you for letting us be a part of your kingdom and a part of everything uh, you're doing through us and for us. And um, I ask these things in uh, your name. Amen.